From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, October 9th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Eel River Forum, a group composed of scientists, the Round Valley Indian tribes, and California Trout, met last week to present the early phases of a restoration and conservation plan for the complicated river system. The watershed is larger than the Bay Area and includes seven sub-watersheds, including an estuary and vast tract of land under public and private ownership. There are four phases to the program, which is currently in phase one, the planning stage. Part of the planning process will be answering intricate questions about which parts of the river are used by key species at which point in their life cycles. The needs of juvenile and adult fish within a single species vary widely. The five focal species will be Chinook, Coho, Steelhead and Rainbow Trout, Green Sturgeon, and Lamprey. Any restoration efforts will have to take into account the diversity of habitat these species require to complete their life cycles. Suzanne Rhodes, an aquatic ecologist with McBain Associates, one of the firms working with Caltrout, said modeling and other analyses have narrowed down a few of the questions, as well as raising more. Scientists still need to figure out how to link the data sets they've compiled so far and determine which parts of the watershed to prioritize. How do we actually restore life history diversity? So we can't tell a salmon when to smolt and how long to spend in which habitat, but we can work to restore functional habitat diversity. And we know that it's this diversity of habitats that breeds diversity of traits. Um, So um, in this program, we're considering cool tributaries, coastal main stems, arid tributaries, and that each of these different habitat types might have played a role in um, supporting some different tactics through space and time. Abel Brumo, a fisheries biologist with Stillwater Sciences, broke the plan into program goals, sub-goals, and specific objectives, which include removing barriers. While Caltrout is one of the organizations at the forefront of advocating for the removal of Scott Dam to open hundreds of miles of fish passage, Brumo also tagged culverts and other pieces of smaller infrastructure that have been impairing the health of the river. Tim Caldwell, another aquatic ecologist with McBain, said prioritization will be the next phase of the program. That will include practical considerations about cost, data gathering, and engaging with landowners along the river to get their support. At this point, the forum has parsed out public and private ownership using GIS data. Only 18.4% of the land in the Eel River watershed is currently protected, according to the standards of the governor's 30 by 30 plan. Caldwell gave a rundown of some possible and ongoing restoration projects in what he called an ecosystem approach. We'll be embracing both uh, active restoration projects, for example, um, gravel management, sediment management, or uh, large woody debris, traditional restoration projects in that sense, but also conservation of lands. Uh, and that's important because we want to make sure the strongholds and the, the ecosystems that are relatively intact remain that way, and we want to protect them from any future development or future degradation. These could be big picture projects that are sort of pretty well understood, and these lead into some of the passage barriers that we've talked about. Scott Dam comes to mind as a high-priority project that should need to be implemented, And it's not limited to just restoration or passage barriers, but could also be the identification of a key conservation parcel that needs to be done. For example, conservation of Cock Robin Island in the estuary. And then lastly is the spatial resolution where. Can we realistically provide coordinates on where exactly large wood placements need to be done? I don't know that we can. And so at that point, we need to start thinking about boots on the ground. 
Christine Davis, a project manager and landscape ecologist with Caltrout, tallied up some of the work that's already gone into the planning process. Some things we've done so far is look at a vegetation health analysis through satellite imagery for the entire watershed. And we're developing a method to delineate the riparian areas across the whole watershed. Um, Develop the channel archetype spatial framework and identified um, the land holding percentages, land in public and private, uh, percent of protected area, which in turn you could flip and say percent not protected as well. Um, existing data for biodiversity. Darren Maru, the North Coast Regional Director for Caltrout, said the monitoring plan will include keeping track of adult salmon in the river, but the details haven't been worked out yet. I think we're getting close to, if not already arriving at, a place where we'll have sonar cameras deployed throughout the entire River Basin and capturing at least the, the majority of fish in the main forks. I think we're going to have at least four or five sonar cameras this season, starting this month. Um, that will start to get at um, what the total escapement, what the total population abundance is throughout the watershed. We're working on it. It's exciting to know that we're going to have some some recent new data for the first time in, in many ever, really, for at this scale of watershed monitoring. Caldwell cautioned against high expectations when someone asked about the possibility of restoring a harvestable fishery. I would say we don't necessarily have an X number of fish that want to come back. It's a restoration and recovery program. We could look back to, you know, the historical runs of say a million fish, but it's hard to understand if that's achievable or not in the current state with not only anthropogenic change, but also climate driven change. What we've talked about internally and is, is looking at trends and seeing sort of a reversal of, of existing trends and moving us towards increasing those numbers rather than trying to hit a specific target as, as a way to evaluate how the program might be in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. The draft plan for the Eel River Forum's Restoration and Conservation Program will be ready for review in March of next year. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reith. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.